What is happening? Welcome back to another Hidden Falls Media Experience episode. I'm joined with Nate Peo. Before we hop in, Nate is an incredible human being. We have I've been friends with Nate now for probably about three and a half, four months. Um, and it's it's been incredible the amount of value this guy brings, especially on his social media channel. If you think you're leaving money on the table in any way, shape, or form, and you're a small to medium-sized builder or property manager, you have to get in contact with Nate for this. He'll help you save time. He'll look at ways to help save you money. And the way he describes it is that it's not really rocket science, but it does take time and it's what a majority of you are lacking. So Nate, welcome to the show. We're happy to have you here. Thanks for having me, Alex. It's great to be here. Of course, uh, before the show, we were talking about relationship building and kind of how we look at brand personality from different companies and how that evolution starts to happen and why we're seeing that massive trend shift in that way. Can you elaborate on that and kind of fill in the listeners? Yeah, I think um, maybe this is just my like evolution of understanding of social media and social media marketing. Like, like I, 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 I thought of it as, um, as, as, as late as October of last year and very much in this mindset of like an Instagram, Facebook world where like influence, if you wanted to have like social media marketing, it was about having influencers. It was about people showing uh, up in life in like, this elaborate lifestyle, using your products, using your stuff, and just living the best life ever while you're at home miserable. And so you like, you want to aspire to those things. Mm-hmm. And everybody kind of knew like, hey, this this Instagram stuff is a lot of fake. It's not, it's it's, it's kind of bullshit. Um, and we're not like, it's not real. So, so like that to me was what I thought social media was. And then as I was progressing on my own personal journey, which was growing my personal networks. I had, I had, uh, of, of career growth of 15 years in residential home building experience, 20 years in construction, starting out as somebody moved from Nebraska to California, didn't know anybody hated networking, introverted to slowly realizing that your career be depends on you getting to know people within the industry, assembling a team that you can inspire to help you complete a project, whether that is something small or build a attractive houses, whatever it is, so networking became more and more important for me. And the more I did it, the more I realized my career was growing. And so about this, this time last year, I said, hey, I'm going to go on this journey and see what happens if I raise my expectations of what I can do in five years, try to connect with as many people as I possibly can, and just see where that takes me. Because if I do this, I know that I'm going to get exposed to ideas, opportunities, people I'd never thought I'd possibly meet and my life would take this like weird trajectory. I thought it'd be kind of interesting to do. And I thought it'd be interesting to document. And I said, okay, if I'm going to document, what does that mean? I need to go on social media. And, and I had done that before with like trying to build some, some product lifestyle brands on Facebook and Instagram, and they didn't go very good. And it was kind of like, it, it always felt weird when you had to put yourself out there as the personal face of a company. And I, and sure. I was like, that feels uncomfortable. But I know I need to do that. And so I started doing it as as just kind of like this, hey, like, let's push our boundaries, let's push our limiting beliefs, and let's get over it. Because if we do it more, we get better. So I started doing it. And about that time, like Gary Vaynerchuk's like, hey, there's two places you need to go. It's TikTok and you need to go to LinkedIn. And the reason is those two spots are you can go viral without having to pay. Like like Facebook and LinkedIn, you, you had to pay. Facebook and Instagram, you had to 
basically pay ads if you wanted to get blow up and go viral, unless you just got lucky. It was just really hard to do. But those two were able to grow. And I was like, hey, I got LinkedIn. I've had it since 2008 when it first kind of came out. I, I just accepted every friend request that came and, and I didn't really use it. But I was like, hey, I got 3000 followers on there. And that's more I have on any other platform. So maybe I'll take advantage of that because 3000 to me sounds like a lot. And so I go on there and like LinkedIn had changed. It hadn't been this, this place where people are posting their resumes and sharing a Wall Street Journal article. They were having like really cool conversation. It kind of reminded me of like when Facebook came out when it was like, you, you saw your friends, this might be past your time, but like for me, it was like, I hadn't seen a bunch of my high school friends in like 15, 20 years. And so like, it was kind of cool to catch up with people. And, um, you know, and, and Instagram was kind of having, or LinkedIn was having this, these like conversations. And I started realizing that a lot of people that were making influences were building this, this brand around themselves personal branding that wasn't like, look at this amazing lifestyle that's leading, but it's like, look at me. Um, I, I'm relatable. I succeed mm. in some things in business. I fail in other things in life. I have these problems. I go through these struggles. I have these successes. And you start realizing that these are like real people with real jobs doing real things. And they're, and they're growing this influence. And a lot of them are in positions where having a bigger following help them out if they're in sales or they're business leaders. Like you just kind of like, this is kind of cool. This is interesting. And I started following a bunch of people and you start watching their, their growth and you're like, Hey, they're doing something way different than anybody else is doing. You, you watch like the people that are just sharing articles and just sharing little motivational quotes and they're like going nowhere. And these other people telling these stories of their life, um, you know, stuff about like, Hey, I learned this lesson from my kids playing baseball over the weekend and how it relates to uh, business leadership. And you're like, you know, that's a compelling story because everybody has, uh, they, they understand that they know what it's like to go spend the weekend at the baseball diamond in the hot sun. And like the kids that don't know what they're doing and, and like it, all these stories are so relatable and you start seeing like them just take off. And I was like, yes, if you want to start, you know, building a personal brand, that's the way to do it. You need to be authentic and relatable. Then COVID hit. And I think everybody like hunkered down and they were, you know, starting to be more active. And that's when I started getting a bit more active on the platform too, and started making a bunch of connections and, and really started using it as not as social media, but as a, I look to think of it, it's as, it's as really big online, it's as, sorry, really big networking party that goes on 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you can show up and contribute if you want. So if you're going to go to a mixer in your local chamber, you would show up, you would say hi to people, you would engage them in conversations. And the more you come, the more familiar you are, and you're able to build business. Well, that's what LinkedIn started being like. If you showed up and acted like a jerk and just blasted what you did, everybody ignored you and pushed you off. If you didn't participate, if you just lurked, you didn't make any connections with anybody. If you engage in real conversation, you started taking off and, and people were able to like make massive amounts of growth in their business. And one of the worst changes in the economy that we've seen in a lot of years. So that to me was just fascinating. And then I came across this one company called Gravy. Um, they're um, uh, like a payments recovery company. I'm probably gonna bl blow up what they do, but essentially if you are in some sort of like recurring revenue stream, 
um, they go in and help you recover the money if maybe like somebody's credit card stopped processing, but they were still benefiting from the use of the products, right? So mm. like in the reuse of the product, but they're- so like they're, helping with churn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not even churn. It's not like the people like left and, and, and left, you know, they're not using the products. They're using the product. It's just, it's just not collecting the revenue. And mm. so they, there's, you know, if you have two to 3% on a few million dollars a year in revenue, right. a lot of money you're kind of leading through the cracks. So I was like, it's kind of, to be honest, it sounds like kind of a boring company, right? It doesn't sound <laughs> super exciting. But the the people that were doing the personal branding, I came across one of their sales development reps, and she's posting a ton of stuff on LinkedIn, engaging content, getting tons of responses. And um, so I, you know, she starts showing up my feed. We're we're conversing regularly, and I start noticing a lot of the people that engage or work for the same company. And so you go on their pages and they're having a ton of like success on LinkedIn. And then it led me to the CEO and he's just like the ringleader of, of the whole circus and he's blown up. And the whole thing that they're doing is just, to me, it was fascinating because they took everybody's personal brand, pushed it up to give their brand personality. So if you started following them, all of a sudden, you know, Gravy is this amazing startup company with people that are like real young go-getters. They're trying to like change the world, but the CEO is also encouraging them to grow their personal brand. He's in, encouraging them to, to get side hustles. He's encouraging them to learn skills that will take them away from the company in the future because he knows they're going to be better, more engaged at the time if they're personally worried about their own self-interest. So I was just like, wow, that's amazing. And what it showed me is like, if they're a growing startup and you're competing for getting um, employees to come in and work for you, you know right away if you're going to fit in in that culture. So there's no like recruitment. It's like sure. I want to work for that company. So getting people to apply for jobs, no problem. And if you and if you're in that business that that or that industry that needs their services, you're going to see them and you're going to know right away like that's who I'm working with. I don't need to go interview five other clients like. You guys do it. I, I like the way you guys are working with because people do every it's it's standard is no like and trust, right? We do business mm -hmm. no like and trust. You're building that with the personal brand. And if your company can push your whole team to develop personal brands, then your brand has personality and you are able to build no like and trust without having to like when somebody picks up the phone with you, hey Alex, like uh what you got, tell me all your stuff. You got to give them the pitch and how long you've been in business right. and all this like you know, you want people calling you up and be like, Hey, I've been seeing what you're doing. Like I'm ready to rock and roll. I think I'm going to fit right in with you. And they tell you what you're about and it's not wasting time prospecting. It's wasting, it's, it's getting going and you're attracting, sure. I think the clients you want to work with the most. So to me, that to me is what I've seen a lot of over the last nine months. And, and that's got me super excited. That's awesome. Nate. Now the follow, natural follow-up question that people are going to lean into is where in the world do I start with posting? Right. It's cool that uh, it's cool. We see these other people building the personal brand, but that's not for me. That's not something I can do in my company because I don't have the creativity or the know-how to put out content. How would you help people start that process? How do you guide them to build this and see the potential that's in themselves, not just the long tail of it too? Yeah. And, and I'm in that space with you. I'm somebody that just struggled to, to come up with anything interesting to say. Like I'm the person that was like, what do you put on Twitter? Like I'm taking a poop, you know, that was, that was like me. That was like the most I could come up with. And, and so when I started getting on LinkedIn, I would post motivational stuff or, or inspired stuff that I saw. And it really didn't feel 
like it resonated with me. It just felt like I was kind of being a me too person. So I would give up and I would start and give up. But what I found is like anything, the more you do it, the better you become at it, right? You start, mm-hmm. you start getting better at it. So for me, like going in on LinkedIn, especially it, it works really good to get visibility is if you get show up in other people's notifications. I don't, a lot of people don't know this, but if you're on LinkedIn and you show up in somebody else's notifications, your picture shows up, your name shows up and whatever you put in your headline shows up too, which is telling people what you do. So it's like basically handing out a business card without having to be intrusive. So how do you get shown up in somebody's um, notifications? You like something that they posted, you commented on something they posted, but the really cool thing is, is if you like and comment on somebody else's comment, you show up in the original poster's comments, you show up in the other person's comments. And a lot of times other people might comment on the same post, you might show up in theirs. And so like you're being seen. And when you start being seen as being active, you start having these conversations. And so if you're seeing stuff that um, people are posting, um, the, the easiest way to start figuring out what to post about yourself is it was with practice. So, so post a comment to somebody else's stuff, because one, we all like some positive reinforcement that we're doing good stuff when we post our stuff. Like there's nothing worse than posting something and nobody likes it. Nobody and it comments. Falls you, totally flat. Yeah. yeah you're just like, Oh, that was garbage. <laughs> and then like, finally, like, like months later, somebody goes, I really liked your post about that. And you're like, well, why didn't you like, why didn't post? you say anything? Yeah. So, <laughs> So I say one, doing that helps encourage other people to step out of their comfort zone and do more of it. But as you do more commenting, you you become better at it. And then you just start off small, like um, think of, of things that like if you're doing it on LinkedIn, you should be doing it a to, to, to build relationships with people and two to attract leads, right? You want to build business in it. So it is okay to talk to people is okay to talk about business. It's not like we went to the grocery store and you didn't want to talk to me. And I started telling you about my business idea and venture and try to get you to buy around the spot. Like you are in a place that you're expecting people to be talking business. So it is okay to talk about it. You just don't want to do it seven days a week all the time. But one of the things that I've found is people don't always understand what you do, how you do it, why you over somebody else, they, they have these questions. So if, so if somebody called you up, Alex, and they're, they're, they're seeing if they, you want to work together, they're going to ask you some questions like, well, how do you work together? And why are you different? And I know you got a unique take on, on marketing with, with bringing some of the neurology ask components to it. Mm-hmm. And so those are FAQs, right? These are, these are things that people are asking regularly. So, you start telling those things in a compelling fashion, right? It's not always that interesting to go, how do you solve problem X? We give you solution Y. No, tell it in a little bit of a story, you know, and and you have these stories because they're your customers. They're these daily things that have happened. Um, And if you start writing, you know, 500 characters, which is really like five sentences, maybe like to tell this little story, you, you, you put it out there, you do it, a few more days. And by the time you've done it about 10 posts, like banging out 500 sentence, 500 characters, not 500 sentence, 500 characters becomes a lot easier, becomes simpler and it becomes kind of fun. And then like, if you're getting engagement on it, it kind of excites you about it. You're like, Hey, let's, let's do this. 
And um, if, if typing stuff isn't for you, like for me, sometimes I have a hard time taking my ideas and putting them on paper in a coherent fashion. Like I'll just, I'll just do a quick video um, because it also showcases who you are in a personality, right? So like if I write down the same thing I tell you, you might be in a bad mood that day and read it in a bad mood, right? You might come off as like, hey, my, my tone came off as grouchy. But I do a video and the video can express the emotion I'm putting behind it too. So there it it's it's like anything. Like if you want to get in shape, like you're gonna have to go to the gym. You're gonna have to put go through the motions. You want to eat better, you're gonna have to do things a little differently. So if you want to build a personal brand, you're going to have to do these things. And I believe that the that the future of of marketing, we talked a little bit about the show, is going to be in in business. It's not going to be businesses doing business with businesses. It's going to be people doing business with people. And if you want to be in that space to be a, a thought leader, you're going to have to start putting yourself out there. And if you wait to do it, your competition, somebody else is going to go claim that real estate that you're that's open right now. So if you're waiting to see what happens, somebody else is going to take it and you're going to be struggling to build it up because I know this. I, that happened to me on Facebook. Happened to me on Instagram. Like, I remember when they all came out, and like, I should do something with this, and I didn't. You know, and you didn't know how to. And then you go, "Hey, I want to build a brand on on Instagram." It's like too late unless you're going to pay a bunch of money. <laughs> it's like, these are the things you. you if, if if there's open real estate, you just got to jump in and and start claiming real estate, and not worry about what other people think about what you're posting because chances are they don't care that much. They, they get inspired by you putting yourself out there and doing it. And people will tell you, like, they'll come up to you and say, Hey man, I've really seen tremendous growth in the quality of your posts or where are you gone? And it, it does, people do notice when you start getting better at it. And, and it's yeah. something that it just takes practice unless you've been a, a writer or a, a good you know, video maker for many years and it's just moving over to a different platform. It's, but if yeah. you're being yourself, it's going to come across as being yourself. It's going to be real. You know, the real magic in that too, is that what we found, we've run so many ads and we've done so much organic for so many different companies. The true magic and what everybody says is I wish I could go back to those first one to two years of when I was producing content because it's not as polished. And my customers really related to me more and our conversations were more real. And it wasn't just volume of randomness from different people trying to sell you stuff, trying to post on your page. It was real community, real engagement, and that they really rooted for the underdog story. Mm -hmm. So yeah. coming out not perfect is truly going to be one of the biggest strengths in that process. Yeah, it's... You don't need a big budget. You can you can just go and do it and get it out there. And and I think people are more used to that now. I think, mm. you know, YouTube back in the day, like you had to have these like super amazing videos and well polished and scripted. And it's like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, they, or LinkedIn, they've all just made it a lot easier just to do consumable 30 second relatable clips. Hey, we're all in this world together doing the same thing. It's like, yeah. So wrapping up here, I got one more question for you, but first, where can people find you? How can they get more of Nate's information? 
Um, we can go to natepeo.com. That's the easiest place to find me. Um, it's N-A-T-E-P-E-O.com. And from there, you can find um, my social media profiles. Um, you can find my consulting business, Procurvia. And you can also find the All In podcast with Nate Peo. So it's it's the, the hub of where to find me. That's awesome. This podcast has been filled with just so much value and I'm super grateful. I know my audience is super grateful and guys, please go follow Nate, go engage with this stuff. One last question before we wrap it up. 2020 has been a shit show for a lot of people. We've got two and a half months of a run rate left before the end of this year. What's something, what's some actionable step that people can take that's going to move the needle for them long-term that they can take action on immediately? Um, for me, I always was in this boat of, as the year's kind of like ending, we get into like, there's kind of like a rush up to Thanksgiving and then Thanksgiving and New Year's is this like lull and yeah. the lull is kind of like getting into bad habits. And we all say, Hey, we're going to fix our, fix our problems. January one, we're going to go to the gym. We're going to eat healthy. We're going to build our business. We're going to get that raise. We're going to do all these things. What I found is start that jog like now get hit January 1st with a running start. Right. So, so don't wait for the time to get right. Like if, if you feel like right now, right now it's one thirty my time. Right. So if you want to start your journey today at one thirty, start it today, don't wait for tomorrow. Do that with it right now. Like don't wait for the end of the year to have happen. Really push the, the year hard. Um, nobody knows what's really going to happen with COVID. And, and I don't like really kind of dwelling on it, but there's people that chose to let COVID kind of define 2020 for them and, and not to belittle like the people that have had bad experiences with it and, and have lost loved ones. But if you sat at home and did Netflix and did nothing for the last year, you're going to be behind when everybody else, because there's somebody else out there that's competing with you for business and they are setting a pace right now that when this opens up and things are able to have like in-person and video and all like they're going to have leveraged this massive shift in adoption of people being able to go online and communicate and connect with people all across the world super super easy and they're just going to knock the doors off of what they're up to because they're going to have more revenue streams than they thought possible clients that come from places they didn't think of because they thought outside the box and they built the infrastructure now and the people that just sat there waited and they're going to go, Hey, it's going back to normal. No, it never goes back. It's an evolution. This is the way life is going. It's going to shift and people are going to be left behind and they're going to be trying to pay, play catch up. So I would be using this time to play catch up now and not wait until January one to figure it out. Get oh, going. that's so good. Oh, so good. Nate, thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, if you don't follow Nate, go ahead and hop on over to his channels. Make sure you follow him. Make sure you go give that podcast some love. Until next time, we will catch you later. Adios.